You're listening to The Cage, the official podcast of the Maritimes Fantasy Football League. News and advice from our league, for you. I did win. One four-yard reception away. I would have been a lot more somber. One four-yard reception. Kaylee and, I, uh, Kaylee and I played each other last week, and it came down to the wire on Monday Night Football. Needed one more reception. One reception for four yards. For four yards Jeffrey. from Alshon Jeffrey, and I would have won. And it didn't happen. It didn't happen. God bless. Who was it that had the return? Eddie Royal. Eddie Royal. Eddie Royal with return did not give them a possession. Thank you, Eddie Royal. You are now in my fantasy hall of fame. <sighs> Brutal. Yeah, okay, so let's uh, let's tackle week two. Obviously, we'll get to the injuries here in a bit. But outside of that, there were some standouts. Is there someone you want to talk about right off the top? There's a lot. Yeah. There was a lot of guys. I don't know who you who you really liked this week, okay. but uh, starting with last Thursday, it was just Matt Forte. Who saw that coming? I kind of thought he was going to have a good year. Like, I liked, I liked that system that he was going into. But to do what he's done, like last week he had 100 yards for... And three touchdowns? How? How? And, and in, in the MMFL, yeah. MFFL, yep. sorry, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> he is the second-rated running back. Foolish. Here's a stat. The top two, probably not just in our league, but every league, the top two running backs in fantasy football are 30-plus years old. Yep. Right? D'Angelo Williams and Matt Forte. When was D'Angelo Williams drafted again? Really late. Oh, like... Oh, you! I thought you meant like what year? Oh no, no! Oh. in our in our league, he was drafted way very, too, very way late. too late, obviously, yeah. and taken by the Bell owner. Thankfully for D'Angelo, him. the number one running back, the number one fantasy player this year in our league. Should we have known that after what he did last year? Yeah, I think he probably should have gone a little. I think, and JD ended up with him as well. He again, did right, which I thought thought was kind of lucky. Very much so. Yeah, we we all let him slip far, way too far. So Forte, yeah, um, the Jets clearly are just going to pound the rock. They're, well, I guess they're balanced on offense now, huh? They really are. If he's going to be rushing like that, yeah. 100 yards, I mean, they had what? 30, they, 30 attempts. 30 attempts. They almost had three receivers go for 100 yards in Decker, Marshall, and Quincy Anunua, who's just hot on the scene now, yep. all of a sudden. Yep. Very um, uh, very impressive. Sneaky, sneaky good team this year, the Jets might be. They could be. I kind of said that as like Yoda. <laughs> said that backwards. Sneaky team the Jets Especially might be. Especially if Marshall is healthy. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, we'll get into that later. But, yeah, uh, that was unbelievable. Um, uh, anyone who... How about for you? You know Give what? Give me a name. Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry? Yeah, PPR monster last week. A lot of it, obviously, in the second half when the Dolphins were, were behind. Uh, but 10 catches for 135 is what you want to see from him, especially in PPR. Leagues. I think 10, 10 catches led the week, I think. I would imagine so. I don't Very think impressive. Anyone, I don't think anyone else topped that. The guy just behind him, uh, who you talked about last week. And yep. I, um, I'll eat some crow. Stephon Diggs. Oh, Woo! man. Stud. Uh, nine receptions, 182 yards, and one touchdown. He leads the NFL in reception yards. 285 yards this season. And with Sean Hill and Sam Bradford. Bradford looked good. 
Does quarterback matter? Not, I don't think, if you have a very talented if receiver. You're, if you're good enough of a ask, receiver. Ask Matt Castle about Randy Moss. Right, yeah. I, I, I just know as fantasy owners, we get worried about that. You know, take, obviously, the Cleveland situation out with Cody Kessler. Josh, uh, Josh. That, no, 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 that doesn't count. Hold on. <laughs> it might count. I know Sean Hill. I know those J- Josh Gordon is special, and yeah. we'll see. We'll see I'm what tra- happens. I'm trying to think of some other examples of, of average court. I mean... Look, even Dak and Dez. Yeah. You know, Dak hasn't proven anything yet, but, he, you know, Dez went for over 100 yards. I think if you've got a receiver that's good enough, you start him regardless of quarterback play Yeah, is the point I was trying to make there. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Sterling Shepard, for me, r- early rookie of the year candidate, 8 for 8. Catching eight all of his, on eight targets? All of his targets for over 100 yards. I, I think he has more receptions and yards than Odell Beckham I Jr. right now. I believe you are correct. Yeah. 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 Shepard had his touchdown in week one. so Which that, makes Sims very... Ma- Does he have Shepard too, though? No, Ian has Shepard. Ian has Shepard. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, Cruz isn't really coming to light in that... Uh, I think he's just going to kind of be there and... He's gonna. You're gonna get three to four catches a game, maybe like five targets a game, sort yeah. of thing. And he's gonna cra- catch so, know, six to seven touchdowns, I'd say, this year. So not really flex worthy. Like you can't really count on. I think him it. Like, I think it have to be matchup based. Yeah. Um, That's a tough thing with so many options in in an offense like that, where you've got three guys that are capable any week of of putting up points. Tough uh, calls. Something else that stood out to me: uh, the San Diego Chargers, even with all the. Losing Keenan Allen and uh, then yeah. Danny Woodhead last week. With, four touchdowns, Rivers? Uh, Rivers went for four touchdowns. Only about 250 yards, I believe. Mm. But uh, Travis Benjamin turns out to be his top target. Looking Six receptions on uh, six targets, I believe, or yeah. seven targets. 115 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, Antonio Gates looked young. Melvin Gordon, hey, 24 man. carries, 102 hey. yards. Another touchdown. That's three on the season. Yeah, he, looks like a, he looks like a... A running back. Yeah, he looks, yeah no, nothing like what we saw last year yeah. from Gordon. Obviously, he struggled. You know, he he hit that rookie wall early last year. Like he just wasn't wasn't ready for what the NFL was all about. And he looks patient this year. He's he's setting up his blocks in front of him. If um, if they can remain good. balanced, then I think they'll yeah they can be cute. a a potent offense. Dexter McCluster was signed. Does he is he sixty five percent of what Danny Woodhead was? Can he catch forty-five or fifty passes this year? They brought the him in because he's a Wizard Hunt guy, right? right? He was in Tennessee with Wizard Hunt. He's going to be active right away this week, maybe Is in that a few possible? weeks, maybe in a few. But I don't think he's ever been a Danny Woodhead guy. At his best, he's never been that. I don't. I don't believe that he yeah. is a Danny guy you need to roster. Pretty. Special. You can keep an eye on him, but yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't worry about it too much right now. Derek Carr was another guy last week, uh, both weeks really, but on the year he's thrown for over 600 yards and four touchdowns. He's the number four quarterback in our league right now. You know, you whoever drafted him, regardless, re- yeah, but oh, re- regardless any- of what league, a lot of people obviously drafted him as a QB two and is probably their QB one now, depending on who you had. That offense, they've thrown for more yards than anyone in the league. Man, balance. Amari too. Cooper looks good. Michael Crabtree looks good. Wofford finally had a good game last week. Yeah, so, yeah. The Raiders might, Raiders might finally be for real. They've, like they've teased they've us lost, a lot over the years. Well, they've done something different in the last few years, which was draft well. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Reggie McKenzie, GM there, I think. Yeah, so kudos to him. Mari Cooper, Derek Carr, Khalil Mack. Like that's a yeah, that's you, a heck of a trio to to, a, to lead your core. You're right. That's a pretty solid core. Uh, my last guy that stood out to me was Cam Newton. 
Yeah. He's just doing Cam Newton things, four touchdowns. It was a weird game. They were up, and then they kind of let San Fran back in it a bit, and then they went up again, mm. and not super efficient, but four touchdowns for 350 yards. Yeah, 49ers. You're not going to complain about that, and he threw in 37 rushing yards there as well, so that's an extra four points yeah. for you, but... I don't want to say the 49ers hung around, but they had they had that long TD to Vance McDonald. Ted Ginn had that fumble on the one-yard line that instantly Ted... turned into a touchdown. Ted Ginn. Uh, I don't, I don't, I'm not even going to go into it. Is Blaine Gabbard a QB2 this year? He's put up some points. He had two touchdowns last week against the Panthers. He's also rushing the ball. He's getting 30 or 40 yards rushing. Is he like a low-end QB2? He has been to this point-ish. Is that crazy, though? It is crazy to think about. Sustainable? It, on paper, it doesn't look like it is. Maybe he maybe he just gets along with Chip Kelly very well. Maybe he's a Chip Kelly guy. Chip maybe. Kelly does like white people. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's true, though. Uh, yes. You know it's true. Uh, my last guy, Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, uh, love that man. The ageless wonder. Oh, remember when they were like, you have to move to slot. And he was like, oh, I don't know about this. And then he became the best slot receiver ever. Another guy that's just constantly overlooked and underrated. Oh. He went in the fourth round in our draft, which puts him roughly seventh round Seventh value. round value, yeah. And he's, you know, Floyd went ahead of him. Brown, Brown went, went ahead, ahead of him. him. And here he is. Eight for 81 and two in week one and five for 77 and one last week. Stud. Three touchdowns on the year. He's Love that man. Clearly Carson Palmer's number one guy. I cheer for the Cardinals to win the Super Bowl just because I want to see that man win a Super Bowl. Like Best ugh. best hands since Marvin Harrison? Maybe better. His hands are absurd. Really he is good. like the definition of a hands catcher. He's got hands and he is physical ugh. and he just never gives up. His work ethic is insane. Like, ugh. Larry Fitzgerald's amazing. Love him. Yeah, so good. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so I think those were some pretty good standouts from yeah, from week two. I think so. All right. New new segment for this week. We're gonna do one cage lock. A we cage need, lock. We need your cage lock of the week. You've been doing this for covers.com. Follow us at covers for work. Yeah. On Twitter at covers. Little plug there again. Plug Sorry. it. No, plug um, it. yeah, so I write an underdog column every week. Yep. I'm going to stick with underdogs as our cage locks. I, I don't like know it. What, I don't know what you're going to do, but I'm going to stick with underdogs, and this will be featured in my column this mm-hmm. week. The San Diego Chargers at plus two and a half. They On the road. On the road. Yep. Getting points. Two and a half. I know that kind of makes you feel... I kind of think that the Chargers will win this game outright. Mm-hmm. So happily take the two and a half points. Would you like to play in the NFL? Um, I would love to play in the NFL. Okay. Well, you should try playing corner for the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> do you think they'd give me a shot? They would. I've got length. I'm like 6'3", long arms. I'd probably run like a 5'2", 5'3". <laughs> they currently have three defensive backs who are questionable. Three starting defensive backs who are questionable. Oh, wow. They hope to get Davis, Robinson, and Green back this week, but yeah. they're all kind of still limited in practice. And we were just talking about how Philip Rivers was kind of tearing it up a bit. I just think he's going to do it again. And it might be close, like Andrew Luck can do Andrew Luck things. I will never take that away from him. But he lost Dante Moncrief, too. Yeah. And they're giving up an NFL worst, I think, 36.5 points a game right now. They're 0-2 right now. 0-2. You've Get, got the Colts starting 0-3. 36.5 points a game right now they're it's giving up. ugly. And they didn't play a good offense last week. 
Chuck Pagano's not a very good coach. Ooh, I think he's, he's if, not a very here's, good Here's your little side bet. Yeah. If you want to parlay it into odds on coach will be to be fired first, it might be Pagano He's right in the now. top five right now. Oh, no, like he is. I, oh, like we actually? Have, we have actual odds for Amazing. that. Amazing. And he is, I think he's about third or fourth, yeah, but got, I think that's the best value. It's got to be, yeah. yeah. Bradley would be in there. Rex Ryan, obviously. Also, additionally, the Chargers are 7-0 ATS in their last seven road games, 2-0 ATS this season, and 7-1 ATS in their last eight meetings with the Colts. That's Take silly. the Colts plus two and a half. That's silly. Done. Or not the Colts. Sorry, the Chargers. <laughs> Take the Chargers plus two and a half. Sound the alarm. <laughs> I like it. It's a great cage call. We're, gonna do, we're bringing back you like that. That is a great call. Yeah. Due to popular demand? Due to absolute popular good, demand. Yeah. Good, I'm you, glad you were. You like that was a hit after week one. We took a week off last week, but we're, we're bringing it back. We've got three. We're going to keep going. I'll, I'll give you the questions. Okay. We'll, we'll roll this way. Okay. Aaron Rodgers throws for 300-plus yards for the first time this year against the Detroit Lions. You like that? You like that? I like that. Yes. <laughs> Kirk, lo- Kirk loves when you like it. He really does. Nothing make Kirk's... Having a rough uh, go right Kirk now. Kirk has his own issues. <laughs> He's <laughs> not liking a whole lot right now. He's liking nothing. All right, so why do you like that? Rogers going for 300 for he the just, first time this He year. matches up well against the Lions, usually. Uh, they had a bad week. The last, the, well, they, they've had a bad season. They've had a bad season so far, yeah. Jordy Nelson hasn't looked great. Randall Cobb hasn't looked great. Aaron Rodgers hasn't looked great. Yeah. It's been a weird year for the Packers, but if they don't do it against the division at home, at home against the Lions, I, I think the Lions are better... Than a lot of people think they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darius Slay Slay's is a right. is a good cornerback, uh, but if they're not going to do it this week, when are they going to do it? Maybe he won't all year. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Could you imagine? Uh, no, I couldn't. I think he's currently Rogers is just to kind of keep going on him. I think he's fifteenth right now in our league in, in quarterback ranking, which is just. It's mind-boggling. Yeah, no one expected that. Nope, don't expect... I think I think he'll throw for 300 yards this week. All right, no, they like it. All right, Jarek McKinnon or Matt Asiata rush for over AP season total of 50 yards this week versus the Carolina Panthers. So whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Before, before you ask okay. the important yeah. question, yeah. do you mean combined no. or one individually? One of them rushes for over 50 yards against the Panthers. You like that? I like that. You better like that. <laughs> Not I, being a... I can't imagine. A Jared McKinnon owner or anything. No. But C.J. Anderson ran for good did, yards against Carolina. Against I know Carolina. Carolina's at home and yep. Carolina's tough at home. But I think they just... This might be what the Vikings run game needs. I, I don't... If that sounds crazy, no. but... Is it... Is Maybe the, if they go to more of a 50-50 split. Yeah. Instead of like pounding the ball with... Peterson all the time. I think the 50-50 split will benefit, if not one, both. Okay. And the offense in general. I, I would say that it'll be McKinnon. You think it's McKinnon? Who does it. And He should get the majority of the carries I in, will that, give, in that split. If you had to tell me to pick a guy to score the touchdown, I'd take Asiata. Yeah, for sure. No Matt Khalil. Left tackle. I know. Out. IR. 29th right now in rush offense. Obviously, that is a lot of AP's work during the first two weeks. Uh, and that offensive line is not great. Um, 50, yard, 50 yards doesn't seem like a lot. It doesn't seem like a lot. I so, think you made the right call. With I'm going to go. I like it. I like okay, it. Done. I'm confident with my life. Here we go. Here's another big one. Okay. So last one. Seattle Seahawks. Ugh, barf noise. They score over 21 points this week at home against the vaunted 
San Francisco 49ers. You like that? You like that? I don't like that. How could you? I can't. How I, could you? With I what you've seen so far. I can't. They haven't, have they scored, they haven't scored 21 points yet this season. Total. Total. No. No. Oh, three points against 15. the Rams last year. They scored week. 15 points this year. 12 in week one. Russell Wilson, this new offense they're running looks weird. The offensive line is terrible. It's out of sorts. Russell you're, you're Wilson right. is throwing the ball way too much. I want to see them just feed Chris and Michael. I think that's all what needs day. to happen. I'm sick of this, like, let's see, Thomas Rawls is the guy yeah, kind of thing. No. Chris and Michael is clearly the more talented back. And when, he, he's looked like the more talented back when he's got the ball in his hand. I just want them to feed him. And I don't know. I can't, I can't like that. I got to see it first. No, I agree. Whenever they've had success in the past, it's always been the run being established and setting up the pass. That's when Wilson has had his success. Being mobile, yeah. running bootlegs. Yeah, the bootlegs, all of that and stuff. And they're not saying anything about his ankle. They're saying his ankle's fine. I don't even think he's on the injury report mm-hmm. this week. I think it's probably still hurting him a They've bit. They've got to establish the run. Like, that's who the Seattle Seahawks are. They run the ball and they play defense. They don't have the, they don't have the personnel yet, even with Baldwin looking good and Lockett's all potential. They don't have the personnel to, to go, you know, three or four wide and sling the ball around the field. We saw how ineffective that was against an okay defense in the Rams and what looked like a horrible defense in the Dolphins. Like, that, yep. that week one was... Week one can be weird, but... I, I see it being, like, a 17-10 to 10 game. Yeah. Cool. I like that. You like, like that's back. We didn't like that. No, we didn't like that. But we I, liked the segment. I liked the segment. We did like the segment. Yes, I love the segment. Kirk likes the segment. He Kirk, does. Best wishes to Kirk Cousins this week. I don't like Kirk Cousins. As a person? Uh, He's listening. (laughs) (laughs) He has some interesting views on... I remember when Michael Sam came out and he had some interesting views about how he wished Sam was in his locker room so he could fix him. Oh, no. He's a very... I didn't know that. ...gung-ho Christian. Okay, that's it. Also, I just don't like him as a fantasy quarterback. Shout out to Christianity. I think he was very... They're going to throw the ball a lot, but... Sorry. Sorry, Kirk. (sighs) Poor Kirk. All right. No shout out to Kirk. No, no, Jason sh- Campbell, where no you shout at? out at all. Okay, so let's dive into the injuries, obviously. that's That was the big storyline from last big, week. Big, big thing, yeah. Mentioned off the top. I'll run through them quickly here, and we'll, we'll, we'll select a few. Obviously, Adrian Peterson is looking like two to three months. Two to three months. With Menis- the surgery now. Meniscus. Meniscus care. No LCL, like uh, was reported. Uh, even but still, still they're... The latest I've heard is hoping he can be back for December. Doug, Ma- I haven't heard a timeline on Doug Martin. Three weeks, I've heard. That? Oh, that's not too bad. Charles Sims probably worth a play in. Oh, he's an RB two. Any, any league, even PPR standard. I'd say he's an RB two standard. Yeah, he's and very close to an RB one, a low end RB one in, in PPR. PPR. Yeah, uh, Moncrief four to six weeks broken uh, shoulder blade. It's a shoulder blade. Yeah, uh, scapula. Wow, wow, scapula. <laughs> I can't believe you knew that. I was like, he hurt his. He banged his shoulder. <laughs> I was doing I was doing some research for work and I was like, what the heck is a scapula? I was like, oh, it's a shoulder blade. That's, that's, that's outstanding. That's going in the podcast description for this week. Absolutely, scapula. Um, Amir Abdullah, IR. Oh, that sucks. He looked good and it was right after he had this amazing twenty yard gain yeah. against a good run defense in Tennessee. I hate seeing that young players. They second, didn't put him. They didn't. Uh, it's not season not ending. Season ending. Uh, they're hoping it's about eight to ten weeks. Hopefully, it's 
the last. Well, it has to be at least eight weeks. It's a big chunk of the fantasy season. That yep, sucks. that's a bummer. So obviously, Dwayne, Dwayne Washington and Theo Reddick will get the bulk of the work. Reddick is a low end RB one in PPR leagues and a solid RB two in standard. This leagues. is a debate that I've heard a lot. Do you think? Any of Abdullah's carries are going to go to Reddick, or do you think it's all going to go to Washington? Because it seems like the case... Well, do you know, do you know what the name to look at in Detroit is yeah. Joik Bell. They, brought, they th- brought him in for workouts. Really? I don't know if he's been signed yet. I don't know what the status is on that. He but might have, like... Joik rob- Bell was brought in to work out for them. I feel like he's got robotic, surgically repaired knees at this point. He must. I think he's, like, 65% metallic. I think Reddick will get a couple more carries. Not small bump. S- small bump, but not a huge bump. Washington, they will, they like Washington there. Mm-hmm. So he'll get a few carries, obviously. Yeah. I just want to see what Theo's had for carries on the year. So more than last year, probably. 7 and 11 the yeah. first two weeks. Like, I'd say an average of, of th- around, I'd say double digits. It's got to be low double digits. Yeah. I would think, right? I mean, we don't exactly know what Washington will be yet because of small sample size. I think he did score a touchdown. Yeah, they think they think he's going to be something special, but hmm. out of the University of Washington, yeah, we shall see. We'll need to, yeah, we'll need to see that first. Um, so Danny Woodhead, my boy, another love, another sad one. Love Danny Woodhead. Yeah, that's one of those ones. Chargers, bad luck, like we said before. Witchcraft. Witchcraft. I don't know. That guy's had some... He, that's two season-ending <laughs> I'm injuries. starting to wonder about some of these guys, man. They're just snake-bitten. That's... Like, Allen, obviously. He's had Ugh. consecutive years of season-ending injuries. That's two knee injuries in the last three years for Woodhead, I believe. Yeah. Poor guy. He that's... is just... He's just such a unique guy. He really is. It's such a bummer. Yeah, there's only one day Too bad. Woodhead. But, like we were talking about, Melvin Gordon Yeah, he's going to some potential. He's going to benefit from it. Yep. I think I think they're going to clearly. He carried the ball twenty four times last game, like we said, and I think that's going to continue. Yeah, they want to be a balanced offense. He's got a great couple of weeks coming up. He's got yep. the Colts this week, and I believe they have a great overall fantasy schedule. Yeah, which is one of the reasons I went after Philip Rivers. Side yeah. note. Side note. Yeah, you went after Philip Rivers. I traded for him. Remember? Oh my goodness, you did trade for him. I was like, Mox drafted him. You <laughs> did trade for him, and then he promptly scored four touchdowns against me instead yes, of he... J- instead of Jay Cutler, <laughs> yes. which would have made my Monday night a whole lot less stressful. It's a lot, Philip Rivers. Uh, but yeah. Okay. Cool. Poor, poor Danny. Recipes. Uh, Corey Coleman. That sucks because it was in practice. practice. Oh. Four to six. Are they saying? Four to six. Doesn't need surgery. Which is good. 100 yards and two touchdowns last week. The only problem is, like, there's no there's no Browns receiver you can start now. Like, it doesn't matter. No. Until I mean, Gordon comes back. Prior in a really deep league. Really deep. He's as, the only as, one you can roster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That isn't hurt. I mean, Hawkins is the only other one I know. Yeah. I heard someone say, I think there's, well, there's two others, but... Yeah, that's not that's not looking. It's not good. a good situation, Cody Kessler. If you're start, if you're looking at starting Browns, it might be time to check out fantasy basketball. Yeah, that's ugly. Um, so then Brandon Marshall had what looked like a gruesome oh, knee injury. What a man! That he ended up going to the locker room for coming back no more than ten minutes. I think he Jeez. was in there. Couldn't runs, believe it. Runs. I thought I thought he was done. I thought his season was over. It looked like an ACL. So luckily, it and the way like... he screamed at who was it? Was it Gilmore? It was Gilmore. Yeah, yeah that brought him down. Yeah, oh, he he was. Yeah, so it looks like it's just an MCL sprain, and he may Lucky. play this week. I think he's questionable. He's questionable right now. Yeah. Um, Anuwa is the guy to look at there. Yeah. I think his production will almost stay the same though. His production's been good, even with. Everyone ate in that Thursday night game. You can't... Five five Jets, startable. Exactly. Five New York yeah, Jets are yeah. startable. That isn't the defense. 
Should we not overreact because it was the Bills? You can... We are overreacting a little bit. The Bills are terrible, I think. I think they're terrible. But they've all looked good through two, two weeks. weeks. It's not just... They, and they did it against Cincy, too. Yeah, they had a good week one as well. Including Inua. Yeah, and even Forte, Am I, I think. Am I pronouncing that correctly? I'm sorry if Quincy I'm not. Quincy Inunua. 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 Okay. Yeah. Nebraska black shirt, baby. Oh, yeah. Yes. They're looking good this season, by the way. I know. I'm very, very happy about it. It's <laughs> going to come to a screeching halt at some point like it always does. Tommy Armstrong implodes, but for now, 3-0. Uh, um, yeah, so keep an eye on him. If uh, if he doesn't play, Inunua is like, I call him a YR3 almost. I think so. Yeah. He's getting targets. Yeah. Big time getting targets. And Eric Decker... You know what he does? He catches touchdowns. That dude catches touchdowns. Catches touchdowns. It's something like eight in a row and 16 of his last 18 games with yeah. a touchdown. Or 70 yards or something oh. like that. There's a silly stat Oh, out that's there. so silly. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Another one of those guys that's just classically overlooked. Throwman's... <laughs> yeah, He awesome. was just... All offseason, every mock Nobody draft talks about I saw, every podcast I listened to... He was just one. He of those... ended up on like all of my rosters, though, yeah. in all my mock drafts. But yeah. I didn't get him on any of my rosters in in he, real life. He's, he's a Kaylee slash Mox type of player. Like you guys love those low floor, low players. floors. Oh, he's, don't even talk he's about gold. the low floor. He's got eighteen <laughs> foot ceilings right now. He's living it's, in Beverly Hills. It's awesome. The it's way awesome. he's playing, sick. Jonathan Stewart. Um, yeah, we were talking about this off off air, but yeah. how he's not. We almost didn't include him on this list, but yeah. he is a starting running back yeah. on a team that. Leads the NFL in rushing. Yeah. 166 yards a game. Um, so who do you... Okay, here's the question. Okay. If you have to start one, or if you had a waiver claim sure. for... Would you put it in for Cameron Artis Payne or Fozzie Whitaker? I would have, two days ago, put it in for Whitaker. Yeah. And today, in light of what I heard, apparently Cameron Artis Payne is going to get the majority of the carries. Yes. Well, what I've heard is that he is he doesn't dress sometimes because he is a Jonathan Stewart clone. Doesn't play on special teams. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And even, even though Whitaker looked very, very nice in yeah. relief of him last week. Yeah. I think they'll both play. Yeah, Whitaker had 100 yards on 16 carries. Would you guess that it's about a 50-50 split? Because that's what I would say. Even though they say they'll give them, I didn't. CAP, which is a lot easier to say, is uh, <laughs> is still on our waiver wire. Whitaker was claimed. Artist Payne is still out there, and obviously, you factor in Cam running the ball and Tolbert possibly running the He'll ball. Get a few carries. I wouldn't want either. Do you start any of them this I week? I don't start them. I think they're both worth pickups. And you, but you definitely don't start them against a Vikings defense. I do don't you? think so. No. I don't, I don't think, think so. Either. I don't think you can feel comfortable starting no. any of them. I would love. This sounds horrible. I would love for one of them to get hurt. <laughs> it would be. It's a horrible thing to say. But for fantasy purposes, in a very deep league, you know, I think you can maybe start pain. Maybe. It's a gamble. It is a gamble. It's I don't. Gamble. I'm not comfortable with it. No, I wouldn't. I would avoid it. Cam's going to take that ball and he's going to jump over people into the end zone. I would not. Even Jonathan Stewart. Like, I think. So. He's not, I think he's not a great own. I think that's right. Uh, and I threw Jay Cutler on our list, Ugh. too. Yeah, Jay Cutler. I, I'm a Jay Cutler supporter. Big time. But oh, it's hard to defend him after a while. <laughs> but he, he apparently he tore the ligament in his thumb during the Texans game. Oh, really? And he started this game, couldn't grip the ball, took himself out, got the most flack for it yeah. because I'm he, hurting my team. They give him such a hard time. <sighs> It's the it's the body language, man. It really is. It's it's, it's, just, a, it's a low blood sugar. It's the low. I know blood, what it's like. And let's well, well the low blood sugar <laughs> and it's the the primetime games. You can't be up late, man. No, that's true. 
It's true. He's got it. Jay, you look, if you look. Jay, get to bed. Okay, <laughs> cancel, cancel all your. And they're on Sunday Night Football a lot and Monday Night Football, which is surprising. I don't know why they're on? I guess Sunday Night Football again this week. That's what I mean. They're yeah. and I guess it's Chicago. In Dallas. It's a big in Dallas, big market. Yeah, whatever. The but uh, the big the big note about the injury is all Sean Jeffrey owners. I yeah. don't think need to worry. I, let's talk about let's talk about all Sean Jeffrey here. The Bears, and I experienced this obviously, like we alluded to off the top, you needed Jeffrey to go for, I think it was about, it was 18.9 points in our PPR league. There's no reason why Alshon Jeffrey shouldn't be top five in the NFL in targets. Yeah. Because Kevin White hasn't shown us anything. There's nothing at tight end, Zach Miller, whatever. The running backs are there. It's one of those offenses where Jeffrey is literally the offense. But and it doesn't matter. I think he is he is the best at going up and grabbing the ball in the NFL. He's very I think, right close now. to uncoverable. Yeah, he really is. He's up there with you know the AJ. He had, another, he had another one of those catches where he was like Oop, over yeah. the top, yeah. pulls it in. Yeah, the fifty yard. His hands, his hands. We said Larry Fitzgerald might have the best hands, but right. Jeffrey might have the strongest hands yeah. right now because he he throws his body in there and slams to well, the ground yeah, and he exactly. always has it in those big mitts of his six four six five long arms. I think he is easily a top ten play this week. Standard PPR whatever. I don't think Hoyer hurts him. I think Hoyer is gonna. I think Hoyer's smarter. I don't think he hurts him, but what they need to get him the ball more is is my larger point here. Like I don't understand. I don't understand why he's not. Utilized like the elite wide receivers are that, utilized. One of the state. one of the big things for him uh, is that Bears offensive line is terrible. That plays a role. You're right. They don't have a lot of they don't have a lot of time to throw the ball. Uh, six and seven targets his first two weeks. Not terrible. That's you know, terrible. It's, you would for think Jeffrey, it's, it should be about ten. You think, huh? And look at the production. He had a hundred yards basically in both weeks. He, he aver- <laughs> four catches and five he, catches. He's averaging about twenty-four yards a catch right now, which would be an NFL record. <laughs> it's just silly. Yeah, I had to get that off my chest. That just bothers me. <sighs> one catch for four yards. That's one catch for four yards. That's what I mean, it's absurd. I think. I think he actually. I think it goes up this week to go yeah. up against a Cowboys secondary which is iffy it's got to if you're gonna win if you're gonna Chicago Bears if you're gonna win football games it's gonna be because of Alshon Jeffrey and then that'll it's, open it's up that'll matter. open up things for Jeremy Langford as well on the ground and who's not looked great no Jordan Howard was getting some work I think I'll continue week. to get work too Kadeem Carey's obviously there uh, I don't know about Langford this year hmm. um, so another new segment we're gonna do this week it's gonna be called sound the alarm and we're going to talk about, is it time to sound the alarm in a big way on these underperforming players? Okay, We're going to start with Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson has 72 yards in week one, 54 yards last week. A lot of targets. He's had 20 targets this year. And he has no touchdowns. Is it time to sound the alarm on Allen Robinson, do you think? I think no. no? I think he's too talented. I think you're right. And I think a lot of this is on Blake Bortles, who has come out this week and said he needs to play better. Yeah. So he may be targeted, but I think a lot of those balls are still uncatchable. Yeah. Big time. And uncatchable. <laughs> <laughs> a few of them I've seen, and a few of them, especially in week one, were he had 15 targets in week one, and I think he ended up with six or seven catches. And that's not a reflection of Allen Robinson, who is supremely talented. I think Blake Bortles is also talented. To a degree. To a degree. Yeah. I think he is a a low end QB one by the end of the year. 
Bortles? Bortles. Really? Yeah. I'd put him in the 10 to 12 range, maybe, by the end of the year. This is going to sound weird. Let me see how I can articulate this. Is it possible that they're not dynamic enough? Is it possible that teams have figured out the Jacksonville Jaguars offense in terms of what Allen Robinson does. You've got Hearns there as a compliment. That's why I think Julius Thomas has had such a nice little start yeah, to the season. Yeah, they're kind of one-trick pony-ish with, with going to Robinson down the field so much. Hopefully Chris Ivory can play this week. Yeah, and it's a great point. he can pound the rock for them a bit. Because TJ Yeldon, while looking good out of the backfield receiving the ball... <laughs> cannot run the football. He's got this... Apparently this Alabama syndrome. Oh my god, the poor Alabama. Unless, you're, unless your name's Derrick Henry, which we still don't know yet. Maybe he'll be a bust too someday. Yeah. But let's go down the list. It's another thing. That's a good... Mark Ingram. Trent Richardson. Trent Richardson. Uh, Kenyon Drake's most... in Miami now. He, he's who also he's yeah. yeah, and he gets a, a look this week. He'll get his first real look. Yeah, we didn't touch on that. J.H.I. and... Uh, Arian Foster was Ken... in another injury, yeah. Yeah. But, but, I mean, that we see how we overlook that? Because it's just the way it Rain is. Foster. <laughs> it's just, it, just seemed, uh, it just seemed natural to have So, back little, to the point, though. Ellen yeah. um, Robinson, I don't worry about... He's, like... I think he's too talented, and that's their game plan. Get yeah. that guy the ball. Yeah. They need they need to get him the ball to win, and I they want to win. Come. I think they'll come. Who do they have this week? They are at home against... Baltimore. So, that can be an interesting matchup. Could get that going. Yeah. That secondary isn't great. I think he scores this week. Baltimore, surprising 2-0. I'm giving Allen Robinson a touchdown this week. Yeah? Yeah, Mike Wallace. Speaking of Baltimore. Baltimore. Mike Wallace is startable in every league now. What the deuce? (laughs) Well, I think we talked about it last week for a second. We touched on it, yeah. He has a guy who can huck him the ball. He's never going to be a great receiver. But dude can still run fast. Yeah. And Joe Flacco might have the strongest arm in the NFL. And there's going to be at least three to four attempts downfield a game, I think. A point on Baltimore, i got to bring this up because he's one of my, my boo-boos, my, my binkies for this year. I can't wait for Kenneth Dixon to play in that offense. I think he's taking that job. I think he will, but like... It's it's my shot. It's like I've stashed him on IR right now. He's one of the guys that I just believe that when he gets the opportunity, given the talent of the running backs that are currently in that offense, I think he's going to take that job. I think we're going to be on this podcast in... Four to five weeks talking about how Kenneth Dixon is I at, hope, I hope at so. minimum I hope, of flex I hope play. someone takes that job because it is a... It's a mess. It's a mess there. Yeah. It's a mess. And and how good Flacco is playing, can you imagine if they had an established run game? Like that offense, the Baltimore Ravens might be back to being what the Baltimore Ravens have been traditionally in the AFC. Yep. Because they're looking good. They're looking good so Defense far. Defense looks good. It's young. Yep. It's fast. Yep. Cool. All right. Let's keep going. Sound the alarm. We talked about this guy already. I feel like I know the answer because we had this and you like that. But sound the alarm on Aaron Rodgers. 199 yards in week one, just over 200 yards in week two. He's had three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. He has a rushing And a rushing, so four total touchdowns. Are we overreacting a little bit? R-E-L-A-X. Oh, relax on Aaron Rodgers. So Nelson will get going because that's going to be a big part of it. I don't know if he'll get going. Oh, if he if you believe in Aaron Rodgers, I think you have to believe that Jordy Nelson I, I, will at least I, I believe he'll get I just maybe he'll change the type of receiver he is, but he's getting a little older and that knee injury might affect him differently. He doesn't look I mean I know guys take time sometimes. People forget that he was like a burner. Like Big time was a burner. Bur- big burner. And yeah. if he can turn into ooh, like a Larry Fitzgerald kind of esque thing. Great, that's a great point. Like then that's great. And but Aaron Rodgers himself is too good. 
Yeah. He's too good. You know what I think a big problem in Green Bay is? Don't say don't say coaching. Oh. People have been throwing... So, sorry, go ahead, say it. Oh, I was going to say Were coaching. Were you going to say coaching? <laughs> I do not think it's Mike McCarthy at I all. I think he's really? a terrible head coach. Oh, no. Yeah. Why? I just see him... Has, he's, make, is, he, is he still calling plays? I don't know anymore, to be honest. I don't know either. We should have known. But I see their play calling, and it seems wrong, and... I don't know. Wow. I see decisions all the time that are questionable by him. Yeah. And, uh, it's it's frustrating. Hmm. It's frustrating to watch him coach, I think. It's certainly not... It, in my opinion. It's certainly not Aaron Rodgers' fault. Because like you said, he's too good for this level of play. Like, And by this level of play... And this is the thing. We're measuring him as... To him. Exactly. Aaron Rodgers as the number one quarterback in fantasy. And because he's been mediocre, I think we're overreacting a little bit to it. I think he gets a few more weeks of this before you yeah. start... Well, like, scenario, yep. you, if you drafted Aaron Rodgers, you probably didn't draft another quarterback for a while. More but, than likely not, no. But say you have... If at all. Dak Prescott is your backup. When do you start thinking, oh, Dak Prescott's got a juicy matchup against the Bears this week? Like, and Here, you start making that decision. I'll give, you a t- I'll give you a tough one. Do you start Derek Carr this week over Aaron Rodgers? Derek Carr... Tennessee, they've got at home? Or they're on the, on the road. Tennessee has looked... Pretty good on defense. They've only allowed a couple of points on defense. So I might, I'd still stick with Aaron Rodgers this week. Um, A quarterback, I, a a better question is, do you start Matt Ryan? I'm not a Ryan believer. You're not a Ryan believer. No, I'm not. But he has scored, I think. And they've got New Orleans on the road, right? He is the second ranked, he had the second most points last week. Yeah. 396 yards, three touchdowns. Against a terrible Oakland defense, which yeah. has been kind of weird how bad that defense has been. But I think he's about the third-ranked quarterback this year. All right, Kaylee, I'm going for two for two on these calls. It was Andrew Luck last week. I said he was not going to be a top 15 quarterback, and I'm throwing Matt Ryan in that bucket. This, this week? week. This week he is not a top 15 scoring quarterback. Disagree. That's okay. I'm throwing the dart. Okay. I'm throwing it. Yeah, I don't think he's in the top 15 this week. I don't believe it. Even against that Saints secondary? I think he could fall on his face at any time. He can. I totally believe yeah. that. I totally believe that, but... I don't know how capable he is. I, I am also not a Matt, Matt Ryan believer. Yeah. He's one of those guys who's just never on my fantasy teams. Okay. So... Bottom line, Aaron Rodgers, we're not sounding the alarm on you yet. You're safe. Yeah. Russell Wilson. 13 fantasy points in week one in our league. Eight fantasy points last week. He has one passing touchdown on the year. Ugh. No rushing touchdowns. Obviously, the ankle's playing a role there. Is it time to sound the alarm on Russell? Hustle, bustle, Russell Wilson. Is there a silent alarm? No, this is one of those blaring early like I can't, I can't press under the table and like, is sending a notification out somewhere to somebody that there is an issue? There's no snooze button. This it's is just not a blaring this alarm. This is not one of those soft iTone, I, uh, iPhone jingles. This is one of those like eh, eh, six a.m. alarms. Not not bank robbing silent alarm. Let the police know. No, no, no one's coming to help him. I would sound the alarm. I'm, I'm sounding the alarm too. It's we talked about this earlier. The way the offense is being run. Yeah. He's throwing the ball way too much. The offensive line looks dreadful, which was used to be a, a huge staple. strength of them. Yeah. yeah. And like we said, the ankle injury. He's not mobile. And it's, it's 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 scary. Yeah. They've scored they've scored one touchdown this year. That's <laughs> so unbelievable. Against two bad teams. It's so unbelievable. And and just as a caveat, like I think he'll end up being okay this year. 
I'm not gonna... So are you not sounding the alarm then? No, I'm sounding the alarm, and I think he'll bounce back. I don't think, what I'm saying is, I don't think this level of ineptitude is sustainable. Okay. I, th- I, th- I believe in his talent, I believe in Pete Carroll as a coach, that... Because remember, they had this stretch mid-season last year. Like, maybe like weeks four to seven, when they just looked very ordinary. They were out of sorts. They're, they're kind of one of those teams that rides the ebb and flow of, I don't know if it's the coach or themselves, whether or not they need to be like self-motivated or what it is. <laughs> He's completing 62% of his passes, 512 yards, obviously doing very little on the ground, 16 rushing yards, 14 rushing yards. So, yes, I'm sounding the alarm, but with the caveat that I do think they will turn it around at some point. And he'll become... Eventually, he'll play like a top 10 fantasy quarterback. Yeah. He might not finish altogether as a top 10 fantasy quarterback because of this slow start. And it may continue. Let me pull up their schedule here. So, San Francisco, and then they go to New York to play the Jets. And then they have their bye week. They might need that bye week to get it figured out. Then they have a nice matchup with Atlanta, but then at Arizona. At Arizona is never fun, unless you're Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Uh, New Orleans, Buffalo, New England, Philly. Lightens so, up a bit. Yeah. Tampa Bay. I think we can sound the alarm on Russell, though. Like, if you're a fantasy owner, you're blaring the alarm. Oh, you're worried. If he's your QB1 and, and you haven't had a, a decent option to... And it's not like you're benching him those first two weeks. You know, you've had him out there for 13 points and 8 points, so... Uh, do you start Marcus Mariota over him this week? 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I have Portals. Him. Uh, Bortles against Baltimore. That's close. I think I would just based on volume. Okay. I think even when Bortles plays bad, he can throw 350, 2-2, two two, or even 1-2, and two and still get enough points to, to make it worth it. Cool. Okay, last one. Mark Ingram. Mm. Yuck. This has been ugly, too. 10 points in Week 1, 8 points in Week 2. He has not scored a touchdown. 12 carries in Week 1, 9 carries... <laughs> In week two, is it possible that this is just a usage issue? Do they need to get back to establish? It doesn't matter if it's a usage issue or not. It's a sound the alarm moment. Sound the alarm for for because it looks like they don't care about running the football right now. Basically abandoned it. Yeah, and they don't really need to at this point. I'll give uh, the the Giants defense a lot of credit. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Look good on them, by the way, for bringing all those guys. Vernon, Henderson, Janoris Jenkins in the second Jenkins. Henderson's the big one, I think. In yeah, the middle. Yeah. That like that oof. helps that run D significantly. Um, but I don't he had a really strong finish to the season last year, Ingram did, and it's just troubling to see this It's concerning this fall yeah. off like this. He he obviously I'm be- not starting him with any confidence. No. He became a bit of a PPR monster last year, which was no one expected. I think he caught over fifty balls last year. Uh, so far this year, uh, two catches in week one and four catches last week, but not for very many yards. So he's been pretty ineffective in the passing game. So the alarm is going. Yep, I agree. And they have, they have Tim Hightower behind him. I don't think he's been getting much work. They've, Like you said, they've really abandoned the run game. Yeah, it's weird. Which, if you're a Mark Ingram owner, Ian Stevenson, uh, you're just slamming something against something hard. Right? Yeah. Another keeper. Yeah, uh, another, in keep, our league. another keeper in our league. Very disappointing. Um, on the bright side, Atlanta this week and San Diego before they're by. 
might turn it around. Yeah. It's something for us to monitor. Maybe we'll, we'll check back in on these guys that we, we decided to sound the alarm on. Yeah, we can turn the alarm off if we want. <laughs> but until then, the alarm will go for the next seven days. Yes. Cool. We'll wrap it up there. Uh, don't let the alarm bother you if you're a marketing room owner. Um, just plug your ears. Yeah. And hold on. All right. Good luck this week. Who do you got? I've got... Alex, Alex this week. Alex, yeah. who's 2-0, and, and I, two and I have JD, who's 2-0 as well. So we are up against a couple of 1-1 one one squads, up against some 2-0 squads. Hopefully we come out of it 2-1. Let's bring it to an end, Kaylee. I like it. All right, this has been The Cage, Episode 3. Thank you very much for listening. You can follow us on Twitter, at The Cage Podcast, and you can subscribe on iTunes. See you awesome. guys. Bye.